Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and I'm back for Leafs Talk with you guys for today. Um, this is episode 10. This is the 10th episode of our Leafs Talk on this channel, on this podcast. Um, we're here with my dad. Dad, how are you today? Doing good. Uh, hello to everybody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's been there's been a lot of big signings. You know, last Thursday, I believe it was... Um, the day after the Maple Leafs made their two signings. So, you know, we had to wait, wait the week for it. But the Maple Leafs, you know, they, they said they're going to use the 3.5 million for a top six winger. And they did. They didn't do it once. They did it twice. So they do sign Nick Ritchie, who was on the Boston Bruins, and Andre Kass, um, who's also on the Boston Bruins as well. So two ex-Bruins players that played last on the Bruins last year. Um, Andre Kass, I believe... He was on the Anaheim Ducks and then went to the Bruins. And, and he was pretty decent on the Ducks. Uh, I drafted him on my fantasy team one year. But I think he's going to bring some great grit to this team. And he can score some goals for you. Uh, it's a one-year, $1.25 million deal. I don't think Leafs fans will hate this deal. I think he can fit into the top nine easily. He's probably going to be, in my opinion, on the third or second line. Um, he is a right winger. I'm not sure if he's going to play on the left side. I know William Nylander can play on the left side, so maybe – uh, Andre will play on the right of him and, and uh, of Nylander and Tavares. Uh, he did score 20 goals with the Anaheim Ducks, so he can get you some goals. And at 1.25, I don't think anyone can hate. Um, as well as they signed Nick Ritchie. Now, Nick Ritchie, I, I actually like this deal um, for Nick Ritchie here because he can do the same stuff that Zach Hyman can do in a way. Um, you know, he's probably... He's probably going to play on the first line. He's a left winger. I think he's going to play on the first line. You know, he averaged 15 minutes time on the ice for uh, compared to Zach Hyman, 17. He scored 15 goals in 56 games last year, which would be a 22 goal pace in a uh, 82 regular game season. Um, Obviously he's playing with the Bruins. I'm not sure if he was playing on top line, but I think he can easily get 30 points easily playing on, on, on on a, top pairing with especially with a guy like Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner who Marner can get you 100 points and Matthews a 50 goal scorer um but I believe that before the signing Nick Ritchie was you know he he was meeting with Kyle Dubas going around you know the training facility and all that but dad um how do you feel about these two players coming in to join Toronto well see but in the in, in uh, looking at Cass it was fourth four years in yeah, I think he can get us 15 goals. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just uh, it, it, 1.25 million a year, you know, right, one year right. contract is 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 a great sign. Signing. Yeah. Um, the only risk I see is that he's coming off a head injury, and, and yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like he didn't really play much last year, so it's um, it's it's a bit of a risk because head injuries kind of you know can go. Either way, you know, whether the person comes back or whether, you mm-hmm. know, they're kind of sitting on outside watching. So, but at 1.25, I think, you know, if somebody can give you 15 goals, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's done that before. So I think, I think that's a good signing. Um, Nick Ritchie, two years, 5 million, like you said. Um, yeah. You know, he's coming off, I think, his best season um, right. last year. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to fit in nicely just behind the big four. Um, right. And then, you know, and guys like him, you know, they don't get as much attention. 
So, you know, I, I see a big, uh, big season from him here as well this year. Uh, just uh, mm. I, whether he plays on uh, the top line. Um, I mean, I don't even know if we have a top line. I think both are first and second. The two guys, they can be a top line in any uh, any team. So right. whichever one he plays on, um, I think he's going to, you know, he's, he's, he's going to have a big season. And, um, yeah, he's going to do some of those things that, uh, you know, we're, it's going to be lacking because of Hyman leaving. So, uh, you know, yep. that's, a, that's, a, that's a good signing. So we've got him for two years. Uh, it's great. 100%, yeah. And, you know, a fun fact about uh, Nick Ritchie. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this. So... Nick Ritchie, um, he was drafted in the same draft year, same draft class as as Will, William Nylander. So um, I have it here. Uh, Ritchie is perhaps most famous in Leafs land for being a favorite of the more old school crowd, most notably Don Cherry in the 2014 draft. The Leafs ended up passing up on him, allowing him to go 10th overall to Anaheim Ducks, but likely have few regrets about giving up that player they chose instead, which is William Nylander. So I'm a big fan of this of this signing. I think 2.25. Uh, sorry, is it 2. Uh, uh, yeah, 2.25. Yeah, 2.5. 2.5, right, uh, for two years. He has a really great physical presence. Um you know, he could be a bit goonish. He could be a goon. They've got a guy like Wayne Simmons. I think he'll be more of the big hitters and big fighting, uh, big fighter. But Nick Ritchie's going to get you a lot of great points. He's going to do similar stuff that Zach Hyman does. Maybe, you know, not as much speed, not as much goal scoring. But as you said, he is coming off uh, his best year. And you know what? I think he did take a slight pay cut and he did visit the facility before he did sign. I think he's interested. And just like Kyle Dewey said, you know, he hopes that there's players out there in the second round of free agency that, you know, will take a pay cut just to play with this group of players because they believe in them and they believe that they have a great chance of winning. Um, but the Leafs do sign these two players, great deals. Um, now, do they make any moves from now on till the start of regular season? I don't think so. I don't think there's any moves. I don't think they're going to explore the trade market. I know they said guys like Dermot and Kerfoot, but uh, on the Steve Dangle podcast, Chris Johnson, the sports and reporter said he doesn't expect a guy like Travis Stern to be traded. I mean, what's that going to get you? I think with injuries, Kyle Dubas knows with injuries, like having a guy like Zach, uh, sorry, having a guy like Travis Dermot or Timothy Lilligan is probably going to get called up and Rasmus Sandin. You're going to have these three players and then you can mix them up and you're always, if someone gets hurt, you're always going to have a guy to put it. So I don't see Travis Dermott being sold and I don't see Alex Kerfa being sold, but that is that. Um, now, another big thing, um, another big thing coming this season is, is a similar thing to Zach Hyman uh, coming into this season. We have an issue with Morgan Riley. Now, can the Maple Leafs actually re-sign Morgan Riley. Um, you just saw Seth Jones get 9.5. Kale McCarr got 9. Uh, now, I don't think Riley's going to ask for $9 million. Uh, he's a bit older than these players, but can they really re-sign a guy like Morgan Riley to a cap-friendly deal? He's heading towards, you know, the same decision that Zach Hyman just made. And are the Maple Leafs willing to lose another player like that two years in a row? A great asset to the team two years in a row. I'm not really sure. I, I, if you're not going to re-sign him, at least get some, get something out of it. You know, if that is trading him at the trade deadline, so be it. You don't want to lose two key players for nothing two years in a row. But I have heard um, that Morgan Riley is looking to take a, a discount and 
I think a five, six year deal is likely, but dad, how do you feel about Morgan Riley? And you know what, if he doesn't want to, if there's a no, if there's no deal in place come trade deadline, do you think the Tron Maple Leafs should explore trading him? Cause why would you want to lose a guy like him for nothing? If he walks in free agency. Look, Morgan Riley, you know, has had a 72 point season, a 52 point season. He can score. He can yeah. play defense. Um, you know, if he scored 20 goals for a defenseman. Um, But I honestly believe that he doesn't really hold his faith, um, whether they sign him or not. I think it all goes to Sandine. Um, They brought him in, you know, to the the first power play last year. And he did make a couple of errors that that, uh, that cost whatever. So it all depends on how he does, uh, Sandine, to see if they, you know, they'll want to keep. Because if he comes out and he can prove this year that, look, I can play. And uh, you know he's a you know he he can score he can pass. Um, I think they may not pursue uh, you know Morgan um, mm-hmm. Riley, um, but at the same time you know he's openly I think has said that you know he's he's willing to take a pay cut uh, to stay with the with this unit because I think he believes in it. Um, so, but you know a guy like Riley, uh, you know, just comes out, they play. There's no issues. There's no controversy. There's no, you know, oh, play me more. Like, they, you know, they, mm-hmm. they brought in sending to, I didn't hear him say a single thing. You know, these are the kind of guys you need in the locker room uh, that bring that great atmosphere in there. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, the Leafs may need to show the loyalty and then sign him. And if he can take a bit of a pay cut, I think they should sign him. And I I, I think he, you know, he, he'll sign. I think he'll stay. Yeah. But see, the only issue is people thought the same as Zach Hyman, so that's there's a, a worry there. But I agree to your point 100%. Rasmus Sandin, if he's going to be on the top power play line, which I 100% think he's going to be, that means Morgan Riley's by just by logic, his numbers are going to decrease. His, his, his point numbers are going to decrease, um, especially if he's not on the main power play line, which has you know all that firepower, Marner, JT, Matthews. Um, now Morgan, I do think a guy like him would resign. I've heard already rumors that there's rumblings that there's there's been talks. They're talking right now. Um, I don't know about a deal before the season starts. We'll see how likely that is. I mean, it is only August 5th today, and the season starts, what, October? So there is two months. Um, but I would love to see a guy like Morgan Riley stay. You know, I remember watching him get drafted. Um, it did hurt a bit when Zach Hyman did leave the team, but you know, Morgan, I, I don't, I don't think he's going to leave now. I did think maybe a team like Vancouver, maybe an, another smaller team like that, but obviously Vancouver got, got another defenseman and Oliver Ekman Larson. So I don't really see, I know Morgan's going to obviously have a market. There's no way he's not, but I do see Morgan Riley resigning. I think a five to six year, I think he may be in the, maybe in the $6 million range, $5 million range for a guy like Morgan Riley. I know that's not that much, but the longer term, I think he may take a bit of a discount. Um, but yeah, Rasmus Sandin, I think he's going to step up. As you said, he did have a few errors. He's 21 years old. You know, he's going to, he's going to learn. You're only going to learn from these kind of mistakes. And I think he played extremely well in the playoffs. Um, but so I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, with the training camp, um, with an 82 game regular season with this Maple Leafs team to see what he can do really. But as we talk about Sandine, now the last thing I want to talk about is, uh, uh, Dad, uh, how confident are you with this team heading into next season? Now, this team was the North Division champions. They had 77 points, 35 wins in 56 games. Are you confident that 
you know, they're going to be better than the team last year? Look, our core players, yes, there's been some changes. Our core players are still there. Mm-hmm. That without them, this team was not going to go anywhere. So, and I think what they've realized now is, hey, you know, we've got to perform because you got to answer to the fans. You know, these are loyal fans that have, yeah. you know, suffered. And, um, you know, so you got that. And then uh, actually, you know, in the back of their head, they've got to, you know, think that this may be their last go at it. So the desperation, uh, look, I've got to perform. Uh, yeah. is going to kick in. And these, these are, you know, athletes that, that, you know, have performed at high level that, mm-hmm. you know, shine under pressure. So I think... Um, they're going to come through. And, and if you, you know, just going back about three seasons ago, Tampa Bay had the season of their life. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the playoffs and they lost in the first round. Right. And, you know, what, you know, they learned, they learned, what do they do? They win two Stanley Cups after that. And I think that's where we are right now that uh, these guys realize because they were up 3-1 and they were supposed to go deep in the playoffs and, and they didn't. And they know they can uh, yeah. So I think it was that one off kind of thing that, that that's happened. So I see a similar situation, um, you know, happening um, next year with the Leafs. So I'm, I'm fully confident. I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, that there's going to be a setback. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to come out, they're going to play and uh, we can finally, uh, you know, get rid of uh, the um, <laughs> second round yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> jokes from all the fans. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. I agree with the, with the Tampa point. I think a similar thing with Washington. You know, how many times was Washington losing in the second round, losing in the first round? And did they split up Ovechkin, Backstrom, John Carlson, you know, Brad Holpe was still there, Kuznetsov was still there. Uh, they never split them up. They kept the same crew, and look what it got them. They won the Stanley Cup. And obviously the same thing with Tampa Bay. So I agree that the Leafs are in a similar position. Now, with divisions going back to normal, uh, you know what? The Leafs are a great regular season team, no matter what anyone says. Like, look at the season they just had. What it's going to come down to is, can you show up in the playoffs? And I agree, this is literally it. This is the last dance. Um, if they don't, you know, make, so I don't see them making playoffs, but say they don't make playoffs, they lose in the first round. There's going to be fireworks. There's going to be a lot of changes going down in this team. But I don't see it happening. I just don't see... What have we had five years now losing in the first round? I don't see a sixth happening. Um, now, if you look at the division, Senators, Sabres, Red Wings, I don't think are playoff teams. Um, then it comes down to the Canadians, Panthers, Lightning, and Bruins, and then the Maple Leafs. Now, I do see, obviously, you got to, the Lightning are Stanley Cup champions. Um, the Panthers, you could say, yeah, but Bruins, you know, Age is getting there, and age is getting there on their core players. Are they still going to be able to show up in the in the key moments? And then the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, I don't think Montreal is a playoff team. It's going to be tough. They did lose Philip Deneau. He was a key part. He shut down Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner well in the playoffs. You lost him. You're losing Shea Weber for, you know, majority of the season, if not all the season. Um, I don't think they're going to be the same team. Is Carey Price going to still be at that level? But Toronto, I, I do think they're going to be a playoff team. Um, but, yeah, it's going to come down to the playoffs. Um, now, with this team, are they going to be better than last year? Maybe not. Maybe they're not going to be because, you know, the chemistry is still got to get there. Um, but this is a good hockey team. I think he's done some great moves. I think Nick Ritchie was a great pickup. 
I like that pickup more than the Leafs going after a guy like Thomas Tatar because he brings more of the physicality on, on that first line. I think he's 100% going to be on that first line. you got Nick Robertson who's going to be called up. I hope Dennis Morgan gets some minutes, but this is a really good team. I think people are just sleeping on them as well as Rasmus Sandy. He's going to get better. But, um, Dad, any, any last words for today's podcast uh, on the Toronto Maple Leafs? So just a couple of things. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I don't think, I think you can add Montreal to the non-playoff teams. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I slightly disagree that are they going to be better? I don't think you think that they're not with the chemistry. I think they are going to be better than, than this year or last year because, mm-hmm. like I said, they've, they've learned. They know what, you know what needs to be done. And uh, I think that the shock of losing from you know three one when they should have easily won, and they you know they're gonna learn. Okay, this is what what it, what it needs. This is what needs to be done. This is what it's gonna take. And uh, I think they forget playoff series. They're gonna take all that uh, mentality into mm-hmm. each and every game. You know, they could be down two one going into the third. Mm-hmm. They're gonna know. Look, this is what it's gonna take. We gotta push. You know, dig down deep. Right. So I, I honestly believe they're going to be a better team than, than last year. I know we, you know, we last time and we, you know, a few changes, but, right. um, but I, I, I honestly think that they're going to be a better team than last year. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Right. And you know, you've, you've got a fair point there. I mean, the defense, what's really changed. You lost Bogosian. Okay. But Sandine and Lilligren are going to be there. Now, Freddie yeah. Anderson didn't have a great season. You got a better goalie there. So it, you could say that, um, but the one thing is you could also like the, the players are still young. They're 20. They're in their early twenties. They're still approaching their, this is their prime years coming up now. Like these guys are only going to get better. Um, look at William Nylander. He went from, you know, he didn't play for that one year. His, he was an RFA and he went signed. He signed like the last second. He couldn't score a goal and look at him in the playoffs. Like he was scoring every single game. He had four goals, five goals in the first four or five games. Like he was performing well. Um, the veterans, I liked how they still kept Simmons and Spezza. I think they're great players. I love that they're still on the team. And obviously, the last point I want to point out is, and then you could you can elaborate on this is Sheldon Keefe. You know, he's he's coming into I think this is his what third season. Well, you could say he's played a season and a half. He came in halfway through uh, two years ago, but. He's going to get that experience. I think he's got enough experience. I think he knows maybe he did do a good job of with the adjustments, with, you know, his game plans, maybe his typing up the team, getting the team to rally and get back together. But I think he's going to be a better coach coming to this season. What do you think about that? You know, I agree with you that the first half of the season, I can't even count because it was the team was in such turmoil that, um, you know, when he took over, um, you know that, that I, I don't think that 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 should even count. So mm-hmm. technically, you know, uh, he's got two years. And I, I, you know, I think we discussed this before. You know that that when he uh, against Boston in the playoffs, I think we were in Mexico. Um, he put um, you know JT Matthews and Marner on one line, and you know they came back and won. And I think he should have gone back to the normal line then. So these are small little things. I think he's learning. And I think especially uh, last year, um, you know, if something, if if, uh, any of them go on a slump next year, I think he's breaking the lines up. Uh, I don't think he's going to, you know, sit back and say, okay, let them figure it out because obviously it didn't work. And, you know, and then you saw the, you know, the people coming after each and every, um, you know, uh, player, manager, Mm -hmm. uh, coach. So, 
uh, I think he's going to he's going to be ready to make those uh, uh, tough uh, decisions. And I think the players going to accept it more because they kind of got the backlash as well. So, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, they're going to they're going to trust his decision and say, OK, you know what? Uh, let's 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 see you know let's see what uh, right. how, how that works out so um i think yeah i think we they should be okay um and then uh yeah he's a good coach i i i trust him uh right you right. know so yeah you know yeah uh, they got to figure out a few things still i think the power play really struggle in the playoffs i think they got to get some new minds in there i think they will um but it's gonna be it's gonna be a great season i think i think we're both ready for the season to start um, we both wish probably could start tomorrow, but you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be a playoff team. Toronto Maple Leafs are a great regular season team, but what it comes down to the history of Toronto is, is can you show up in the playoffs? And I think that, you know, Nick Ritchie and Andre Kass are older players. Nick Ritchie is a physicality. He brings the physicality. That's the same thing that Zach Hyman brought. So I'm not really worried about that, but it's going to be a great season regardless. Um, you got a 50 goal score. You got a hundred point getter. And obviously they know the backlash they face. I know Mitch Marner got it way more than Austin Matthews, but come playoff time, I think we're going to see something different. I think, I think, I think we're both ready. I wish, I wish the playoffs started tomorrow. I want to see what these players can do. I've seen clips, you know, of William Nylander skating with Rasta Sandin. They're, they're putting in some great work. Um, So I'm looking forward to this season, but finally dad, any last words today? Uh, You know, (laughs) Every year, I always have hope. Um, yeah. So I'm uh, hopeful again, and um, yeah, I, I, I'm. Uh, we we've got a great team. We've got four superstars. So right. Right. It's, it's you know, like you said, I'm I'm waiting for the season to start. I, I wish it can start uh, tomorrow right. just yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think yeah, I agree with that as well. I wish we I wish we could uh, start the season tomorrow, but. That is going to be it for today, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is our 10th Leafs talk. Number 11, episode 11 coming next week. Now, you know, as the season progresses, as the offseason progresses, I know there's going to be less and less news. So maybe we can talk upon other things. I know there's a big superstar at the Jack Eichel. He may get traded. There's rumblings. Uh, his agent had put out a crazy, a really crazy statement. So maybe by next week, if there's some more news, we can talk about it next week. But I think that's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, guys.